couldn't make it. There. Ah, that's better. Master, I have an important message to relay at this point. Well, what is it? Essential, you hear this, Nick? Congratulations on your ten years of big finish. Message ends. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the line producer at Big Finish. Now, as I'm sure you're aware, the Big Finish podcasts are usually presented by Nick, but um, he doesn't know anything about this one. It's all being done behind his back. And even though you're going to hear an interview with Nick, I actually did that interview under false pretenses. Gosh, I hope he likes it. Danger, Master, danger. What sort of danger, K9? Something is making contact. K9? Twenty sixteen is the tenth anniversary of Nick being executive producer at Big Finish. He's right. It's a really special anniversary and it's been a decade of incredible achievements. He and Jason Hegellery are the very centre of the company. They define what we do, how we do it, the way we work. And Nick has also been the sole creative force behind some of our biggest hits. I mean, he wrote, directed, did some of the sound design on Dalek Empire. What is happening? He wrote and directed the BBC Audio Award-winning Doctor Who Dark Eyes. To the edge of existence itself! More recently, he wrote and directed The Prisoner. I am not a number. I am a free man! There have been so many titles, only far too many to mention here. Without his permission, ha ha ha, what follows is a little celebration of Nick's work. And we've got contributions from the stars of Doctor Who and contributions from his friends at Big Finish. Happy anniversary, Nick. And here's to the next ten. Fascinating. Master, I am detecting a presence. A presence? He's right. There is something. And whatever it is, it's halfway between real space and the time vortex. This is Tom Baker here. First of all, the subject is Nicholas Briggs. Ten years non-stop creativity. I'm saying this very quietly in case he hears me telling you how wonderful he is. He is simply a marvellous companion and a great, great director. Just lovely to be with. He fizzes with creativity and fun and... And that's just in the green room over coffee. When it gets to quick work, he's just the tops. Happy birthday, Nick. Yes, this is John Leeson, so they tell me. Nick Briggs. Now, what do I know about Nick Briggs? Well, he's terribly difficult to work with. He's just absolutely appalling. Shouts at everybody. But um, we don't seem to mind. We're, we're very flexible, really. We, we get on with him quite well. He's quite clever, too. Um, but we never tell him that. Uh, he's, he's, he's sort of quite sharp when it comes to directing. He, he seems to know what he wants. Now, we don't like that as actors. We like directors not to know very much. We ought to know more than the director does. And so we always try to upstage the director somehow. But uh, by and large, 
and I do say large because he's larger than me, we quite like him. Yes, will that do? I'm Katie Manning, and I play Joe Grant. And I'm Tim Trelaw, and I play the third Doctor. He's a wonderful uh, producer, isn't he? He's yeah, so absolutely controlled, incredible. he knows exactly what he's doing, he guides you I, so I well. I trust my absolute life with him. Absolutely. I mean, if he says, you know, lift your eyebrow yeah. when you say that sentence, I lift that Absolutely. eyebrow. Utterly professional, a yeah. joy to work. Ken Absolutely. is Ken is wonderful to work with. I love with. him. Yeah, I love I him. When love we Ken. did the Scorchies together, yeah. he was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, Ken's great. Ken's yeah, I love Ken. Nick. Pardon? Sorry? Nick. Nick who? Nick who? Nick Briggs. Nick Briggs. Nick Briggs. Nick oh. Briggs. Nick. Oh! Um, um, yeah. Yeah, Last he, time uh, I saw him, he was lying on a floor, actually, uh, with tears rolling down his face. I'm not sure whether that was our performance. I think it probably or the way he was. directs. I think it's just the way he directs. I think he does like to lie down on the job a lot. Yes, he does, yes. doesn't he? Especially when Atto Eels are mentioned. Oh, now, when you get round to Atto ah, Eels, yes. yes. Atto Eels. I mean, he is... Oh, dear. Miss Zarek, you might want to go in there and calm your eel down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You see the intellectual yes, side of him coming then, now out. Now we're talking you? about professionalism yeah. now, aren't we? Now we yes, were. I mean, with, with Ken, well, yes. you know, Ken, you know, yeah. Ken, yes, but yes. this man could teach this man. everybody. What was his name again? Um, um, uh, Brian, uh, Brian, Brian Nicholas, uh, Brig Brigadier. Oh, hang on, Brigadier uh, Nicholas. No. Um, anyway, he'll come back. Yeah, to he'll me. come back. He'll come he'll back. Whoever he is, anyway. Nick Richardson. Nick Richardson. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. And he works for Full Head of Hair. Big End. No, we love yeah, We Nick love Rich. Nick. And I He's have a joy to, to work with. Do you know, I don't think I could be doing... I find it very hard to do Joe without Nick mm. being there. Or anything else that he's ever well, directed absolutely. me in. Yeah, please, please, please use us again, Nick. Yeah, Sir, Sir Nick Briggs. We, we really like you. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yes, I think actually... I think a knighthood is really... I think so. Well, I should write to the Queen I'm personally. I'm going to write to the Queen. You yeah, know, I and I should make sure... If not, I'll knight him myself. Yeah, absolutely. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could agree on this. Yes, we could. We? You know, we know how much we love Big Finish and how we respect everybody who's a part of Big Finish. Yeah. But Big Finish would be nothing. Without Nick. Nothing without Nick Briggs. We do love you, Nick. We yeah, really do. We do. Happy 10 years, Nick. What, what, what is he? Executive producer. Oh, yes. Uh, dear Nick Briggs. Uh, I'll do that again. You go first on that, sir. <laughs> Hello, Nick. It's Matthew here. Congratulations. Ten glorious years. And here's to 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 more. Dear Nick Briggs, congratulations on your 10 years as executive producer of Big Finish. Hi, Nick. Very, very happy 10th anniversary at Big Finish. Fantastic. Nick, it's Janet Fielding here, darling. Oh, 10 years. Oh, it's gone so quickly. Happy birthday. Well, anniversary, whatever the f it is. <laughs> and Kirbishly, she doesn't seem to be moving. If Newman is as good a shot as he claims to be, I imagine that she may no longer be counted, and I can't speak. If Newman is as good a shot as she claims... <laughs> <laughs> you know my secret, home. <laughs> Hello, my name is Richard Earl, and I play Dr John Watson, opposite... Uh, Nick Briggs in the ongoing uh, drama series of Sherlock Holmes for Big Finish. Oh, thank God. 
Merciful Lord be praised! Holmes, what the devil? I took the liberty of, of not coming in soon enough. Uh, start again. <laughs> yes. I will never forget the very first time I met Nick Briggs. I, I was uh, stalking him in his garden, and his first words to me were, if you don't get out of my garden right now, I'm going to shoot. Uh, and we've been best of friends ever since. Uh, he's moved, uh, but, but, uh, but I found him. And, uh, and again, I'm, I'm more than happy to camp out in his garden until he agrees to let me come back into the Big Finish family and do, do saying words for money. And uh, he's, he's on a very small list of people that have allowed me to do that. And for that, uh, both myself and the Nationwide Building Society will be very, very grateful. That's your professional opinion, Mr. Holmes. It is, Inspector. There is no crime here. No criminal. Thank you, Nick. You're, you're a joy to work with and to work for. And if you need your car cleaning or, or anything like that, uh, or if I can just uh, stir your tea, uh, it's an ongoing privilege. Thank you, mate. And also, and a queer place, the more the peasants say, I think, again, you can come closer and sort of, uh, you know, paint a more disturbing picture for him. Yes. I think. I want this bit to be included in the trailer, so I'll do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is a trailer line. <laughs> Hello, I'm Barnaby Edwards, and um, I direct and occasionally write and sometimes produce and frequently act in Doctor Who. Well, what to say about Nick Briggs? Um, firstly, he's taller than me. Secondly, he sometimes has a beard. Thirdly, he has utterly changed my life for the better and I thank him utterly for it. He, uh, he had faith in me as a director and then he encouraged me to write and, uh, you know, I've just had this sort of fantastic flowering of, of creativity and it is, you know, it's, it's all down to Nick Briggs so I have nothing but admiration for him. And it would just be nice if once in a while, when we're shooting Doctor Who, he let me say exterminate, but he never does. I'm Jane Slavin, and I've done tons of Doctor Who's with Big Finish. And uh, what would you like to know? Pretty good, yes. Mm. OK, there we go. And cue. He's gorgeous, actually. Um, he's, great. he's a great actor. He's paid me to say this, obviously. Yeah, he's a wonderful director. He's just loves he loves his job, so it's kind of infectious. I mean, we all love it too, but yeah, he's very funny and just, we always we always take the Mickey out of him. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> he's going to be so shocked when he hears us being nice about him, isn't he? <laughs> Normally, we're insulting each other. Um, yeah, I adore him. But don't tell him that. <laughs> oh, good. Can we just do one more, please? Congratulations. How they have put up with you for 10 years. Obviously, they've forgotten that you're here. No, congratulations, Nick, on 10 years. 10 glorious years. Um, long may it continue. His twin obsessions are my destruction and his installation as master of Baskerville Hall. By some process of his twisted logic, he believes that the latter was a hoo-ha. Fancy a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Ken Bentley, and I'm one of the directors at Big Finish. Top of page eight, Nick, um, you, you had a line, if, only, if I had only been there, yeah. and I wonder whether it should be been or... Been. No, it's been, it's it RP, is been, is it? Yeah. 
fine. <coughs> Beam is more modern now. Okay, lovely. It's easy to see the big things and the significant things in life, and it's it's fantastic to work at a big finish. And I'm very grateful to Nick for giving me the opportunity to work at big finish, and to do the amount of work I do, um, uh, and the amount of work I have the opportunity to do. That, that's such a a wonderful thing, and I and it, and that shouldn't be underestimated. But it's the small things in life I find that 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 have a, a greater impact, and and I'll always remember the very first phone call I got from Nick. Um, when he asked if I'd be interested in um, working as a director at Big Finish and, and directing some audio plays for Big Finish. Um, and it was it was lovely to get the offer, um, and I was very excited about the possibility of doing that. Um, but up until that point, I'd only worked in theatre and I hadn't any audio experience at all. And, and I said to Nick, I was quite honest, and I said to Nick, I haven't any audio experience. Are you sure I'm the right person for the job? And I'll always remember, in typical Nick fashion, he just said, um, well, I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't think you could do it. And it's such a... Can, could be seen as such a, 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 a throwaway comment. But it's... To know that somebody has the faith in you to be able to do a job uh, and to tell you in such a, a blunt fashion, you see, that's the, this is what I can't find the word to describe. It's unquantifiable. I think we probably... Do we all go through life being insecure about what we do? We probably do, don't we? So to hear that... To know that somebody has the faith in you to be able to do something is, is just um, beyond words. Very well, if that's what you wish. It is. <sighs> now then, gentlemen, would you care for a stroll? <laughs> Not with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. My name is John Duane. I act, write, and script edit for Big Finish. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to think now, really, what to say. I remember the first time I met Nick was uh, when he was directing Solitaire seven years ago. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. Nick's great fun to work with. Uh, Nick leads by example, really. I I think it's always very. Noticeable that it's an incredibly friendly company to work for, Big Finish, and I think Nick is a very, very strong part of that. Um, I seem to remember him talking about it being a company of friends uh, when we had uh, the uh, an anniversary party for the company, and it very much feels like that. That uh, you're always sort of welcomed in and uh, and treated well, and you're working with a friend and you know it's it's a it's a friend it's not your boss and um that's that's just such a joyous way of doing it nick encourages you to do the best work you can um by virtue of that because you know it, it's it, it's such a sort of relaxed and informal way of working i would say now, how the devil did you know it was me mr Holmes? who else do i know who wears size 12 police boots knocks in that peculiar staccato fashion and is likely to call on me so early in the day Hmm. Pity it wasn't a longer line you had there. Would have given me time to turn the page. <laughs> Consider the hive. How perfect it is in form and design. How ideal is its society. No infraction is permitted there. No insurrection allowed. Each constituent knows its role and precisely how to play it. 
My name's Martin Montague, and I do stuff for Big Finish. <laughs> Can't ever feel we, we lost something. I think it started for me on virulent influenza. <laughs> yeah. I I just you had this. You're, uh, you're not going back over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I first met Nicholas Mad Dog Briggs way back in the summer of 2006 when I was still working at BBC Seven. We were pre-buying the new Eighth Doctor series which was to have a brand new character, Lucy Miller, in it. And I was at the auditions where we saw a variety of actors for the role. And the thing I most remember about that day was it was one of those hot, sweaty summer's days that you could get in London. And Nick turned up in shorts. And to be honest, I don't think I've ever quite recovered from the sight. It was horrible. Anyway, from then on, we became quite good friends and would regularly meet up for dinner round the corner from Broadcasting House, where invariably we would perhaps have a little too much wine and towards the end of the meal, Nick would just stand bolt upright and announce very loudly, I need to leave now, and then go after we paid the bill, of course. And since I am aware that you and Mrs. Watson were away taking the air in Northumberland, and since I am aware that you and Mrs. Watson were away taking the air in Northumberland last week, you mentioned your impeachment. Shall I start acting? Yes. Sometime after that, I was taking the plunge and going freelance, and Nick got me involved in the work at Big Finish, for which I'm eternally grateful. I've been a fan of programmes like Doctor Who and Blake 7 since I was a child, and from a very early age, I used to make my own Blake 7 and Doctor Who radio dramas, where I'd write and do all the sound design and so on myself. So to finally get to do all this for real, professionally, when I was all grown up, was just fantastic. So um, I'm eternally grateful to Nick for allowing me to do so. Ha ha ha, you old devil, Holmes. Come on. <laughs> it's interesting, around 2006 and 2007, I did a series of interviews with Nick. And one of the questions I'd asked him was whether Big Finish would ever do a Time War series, to which he replied, no. My, how times have changed. You're him, aren't you? No, no, I'm not. I also got to interview him a couple of times to mark the occasion of the 100th release from Big Finish, uh, of the Doctor Who main range, that is. And one of the questions I put to him was, so that's 100 out of the way. What are your plans for 200? <laughs> well, I haven't had a holiday since 1994. So uh, I can't think of the plans for 200 <laughs> before I've thought of my holiday. And, you know, that's a long, long way off. And who knows what regeneration I'll be in by then. As you were saying earlier on, you were there right at the very beginning when Big Finish started doing the Doctor Who's in 1999. Yes. Did you really think it would last this long? I didn't really think about it. I'm, I'm really useless at answering questions like that because it's like uh, people always used to ask me things like, you know, when you did Sirens of Time, did you, did you, were you worried no one would like it? And it, it? Not out of arrogance, it just never occurred to me. It's when I'm having fun doing something, I'm just having fun doing it and I don't think of the, the, the consequences or the longevity of it, you know, um, which is, says something very interesting about my personality. I'm not quite sure what and I'm not quite sure I want to think about it for too long, but... I had no idea how long it would go on for. I, I kind of thought that if other Doctor Who fans are anything like me, they'll want to hear these things for a long, long time. It's been a fab ten years, Nick, and here's to at least another hundred more from you. Right, that's, uh, <laughs> brilliant, everyone. Thank you. Let's have a cup of tea. K 
can you introduce yourself as the exec producer? Yes. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs. I'm the co-executive producer of Big Finish Productions. Okay, well, this is just going to pop on one of the monthly ranges. Um, can you talk about having done the job for 10 years? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is round about 10 years since I became executive producer. Um, I don't think I was actually credited as executive producer until 2007. However, I started doing the job in July of 2006. Um, I don't think I was meant to start doing the job then, but I remember <laughs> Jason, after he'd received several emails from me at seven, six o'clock in the morning, uh, saying, I think I better start paying you for doing this job because you're clearly already doing it. And uh, so there was, uh, I, I took an executive producer credit for Renaissance of the Daleks in the main range because that was the first one that was kind of wholly uh, uh, sort of my commission. The Dalek invasion is coming. Look out, here it comes. Don't miss out. And you say there are thousands of these things being manufactured and sold. How curious. But I was starting to work on it from uh, about memory lane. That, that release, if you remember that Paul McGann one. Doctor? Yes, it's me. I've managed to get out of the cell. How did you pull that off? Stole a horse and cart. Gary Russell had gone off to do his job in uh, BBC Wales as a script editor, so there were a lot of loose ends to pick up, and although Gary had inputs into the productions that he'd set rolling, you know, uh, for a lot of them it was my responsibility to get them into studio and and, and sort it out, you know. For, uh, I mean, I think Year of the Pig we brought forward because that had been finished early and that helped the schedule. How very extraordinary. The beach is covered in raw steak. But then I had to put... Um, Nocturne and Circular Time and No Man's Land, although it was called something else before, but I had the title altered in my title fascist way, as people call me. Um, I've got a very, what I think is a very strong instinct about titles. So yeah, I, I was responsible for putting all those into the studio. I'm really indebted to John Ainsworth, uh, who directed those and did uh, a lot of the work on the scripts uh, he was vital to me particularly in that first year the fact that it's 10 years later seems quite remarkable to me and unlike all these things it's it both seems like a long time and it also seems like no time at all i mean how can it be 10 years later the good news is that um largely i've enjoyed it more and more as the time's gone on because I feel that I've learnt more and more. I never feel that I'm stagnating. There are always new things to do, new things to learn about the development of Big Finish, of the website, of the way we do productions, the kind of productions we can achieve, and also, you know, of the new creative people we work with. Another reason why it's more and more enjoyable is because, you know, there's a good team of people that I work within. Um, not least, of course, David Richardson as the line producer who came on board a, a year or so after I became exec producer and really uh, revolutionised the way Big Finish productions were organised. And uh, that sort of saved my life. <laughs> you know, other great people I've worked with are um, Barnaby Edwards, who had directed for Big Finish before, who did an amazing job of upping the ante of Big Finish in terms of casting and just... Uh, just his 
the way he dealt with scripts and scripts and his his work on those. Also, Alan Barnes, who had been script editor for a couple of years before I became exec producer. Um, we didn't expect to work well together at all, but w we did. We got on really well, and and have we have com a sort of largely different skill set, and so we're not trading on each other's toes and trying to do the same things as each other all the time. So we sort of complement each other. Ken Bentley, who came on as a director, who's just done the most uh, incredible work and is uh, in the best possible way, a really safe pair of hands. He does. Um, he's very imaginative and, and, you know, that awful cliched phrase does push the envelope and does try to do new things. But I feel very safe with Ken um, and uh, basically i mean he has all sorts of things that that he does for big finish as a matter of course but if ever some circumstance comes about where i can't direct something then i immediately recommend ken uh, he's my go-to guy for that um and then more recently uh jamie anderson's come on board as a director having proved himself doing a fantastic job of terror hawks just being a brilliant calm influence on a cast this is jamie anderson producer, director and writer on the Doctor Who main range and of course on Terrorhawks. Oh, I have the stupid Terrorhawks treehawk in my tractor beam. Can you hear me, mother? Of course I can hear Wait you. Wait a minute, woman. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Terribly sorry. What on earth can I possibly say about Nick Briggs? Whew. Nick decided... Uh, on the strength of a bowl of sprouts to commission Terrorhawks as an audio series. Um, it was a bit of a risk for him, but obviously if anybody listening is trying to get a series commission with Big Finish, uh, sprouts are the exact right form of bribery. So, good luck. Oh, shut up! Well, I've not known Nick for that long, actually, only since uh, 2013. But he was really lovely to me after uh, after Dad had passed away. Um, shared his sort of his experience and really got it. Um, he was just very kind, and and that automatically sort of set up a very positive relationship between us. Since Nick's initial kindness, I have discovered that, of course, he is a total plonker. But actually, that bodes rather well, because so am I. We've sort of grown a, a very strong friendship and something that I treasure and I'm very pleased to have developed. Nick and I have found quite a lot of common ground, an enjoyment of gin and beer, of general silliness, and taking the mickey out of each other and ourselves. So, Nick, without being too sappy, I am very pleased to know you and very proud to call you my friend and uh, a huge huge congratulations on 10 years at Big Finish you've obviously done absolute wonders there well I can't congratulate you enough right now I've been so nice next dinner's on you Briggs I think you want a little unofficial help three undetected murders in one year won't do Lestrade but you have the <laughs> <laughs> The most delightful thing about it is working with great people and enjoying working with them. Yeah, because otherwise it 
the work would be hell and I'd want to leave and I'd I really don't want to leave and um, and probably in dark corners of the internet some people are asking when is he going to leave surely it's time time for him to go but the brilliant thing about big finishes it's not as high profile as the tv series so the spotlight isn't on me and people aren't really wondering whether I, you know they probably aren't aware that I'm even doing the job <laughs> so uh, that people aren't wondering that I, whether or not I'm going. I know Tom Spilsbury at Doctor Who magazine said, you know, he's done eight years as editor and people are asking him when he's leaving. And of course he doesn't want to leave because he does a brilliant job and loves the job. And uh, I can't speak to, you know, it would be immodest of me to make any kind of comment on how I do the job, but I'm, I certainly do love it and, and want to continue to do it and, and continue to find out what the hell the job is. Seeing you, seeing you in the booth on your own, Richard, it was a bit like, you know, finding the dog by the door holding the lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm supposed to say when we go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I realise more and more that the job is about fostering other people's creativity because a lot of the time I don't have the the spare time to innovate everyone else is innovating all around me and i find myself largely going god that's a brilliant idea that's another brilliant idea yes let's do all those things you know and and usually sort of grab certain things i say that's a brilliant idea and i'd like to do that occasionally i come up with ideas but i i i don't think it's a, a race to see who has the most ideas i'm just happy that I, i've always said this as a director to casts and i, I generally apply it across the board you know, I don't care who has a good idea as long as it is a good idea. Um, so that's part of my role creatively. Uh, also, which is this isn't really part of my job as executive producer, but I do a lot of directing and writing and a bit of music. Uh, not so much sound design, hardly any sound design anymore. I kind of miss that. Uh, but that's that's not really part and parcel of the job. I have to do a bit of cherry picking because I there are not enough hours in any day for me to do a polish or script edit all the scripts. So I have to work out where my strengths are and then cherry pick the scripts that I feel I can bring something to with my, you know, whatever my special knowledge of whichever subject it is whether it's doctor who or the prisoner so i do do a bit of taking scripts before they go into the studio and, and giving them a final pass that happens uh, you know on the third doctor usually if i'm directing and the fourth doctor stories and you know i have quite a strong sense of how i think those scripts should be but also at the same time of course you know allowing other people to realize their visions of of how these things should be. I mean, I made a speech two years back at the 15th anniversary of Big Finish when I said, I just, you know, my, the reason I do what I do is to bring the crazy stuff in my head to life in some way um, as a story, you know, either as an actor, director, writer, all those things to bring it, bring the stories that I want to tell to life. But I discovered soon after I became exec producer that something that's very nearly, really very nearly as exciting and rewarding is to find ways for other people to do it. 
because you can be part of that realization and it's also just great to see the joy on their face because that makes me I like it when people are happy around me not because I'm sort of altruistic but because it makes me happy I'm quite you know I absorb other people's moods and if I'm surrounded by miserable people I become miserable so I want everyone to be happy um, and that comes to another part of my job where I joke I'm the unofficial human resources head at a big finish but I do have a responsibility it turns out to make sure that the working relationships between everyone are working and the more people who work for big finish the more there is potential for you know little pockets of disharmony and I have to um, I've taken it upon myself to have meetings with people and, and, and talk to people and you know just give people a sense that uh, someone does care because I do care uh, that everyone is happy you know and always when I have a moment where I take a breath I think oh who can I contact who I haven't contacted for a while to make sure they're okay to make sure they don't feel abandoned and unappreciated because creative people very easily feel abandoned and unappreciated I know that from myself so for example the other day my good friend my good old friend John Ainsworth I just emailed him and said by the way how's it going with Blake 7 I haven't spoken to you for a while do you need to let off steam do you need to tell me anything is there anything I can do to help you he came back with a list of 20 points. No, he didn't. No, but, there, you know, I could immediately... Because quite often you have to ask people. Anyway, the final part of this long and boring answer that should be edited to bits is that there's loads of grown-up business stuff, which is my least favourite thing, but um, I am interested in it. You know, just, uh, you know, stuff about the website, stuff about marketing and, and general policy in the company, because all getting those things right means that Big Finish continues, which enables me to carry on having a great time with all the other people who are hopefully having a great time in Big Finish. I can barely warrant it, Holmes. Take them away, Cartwright. All of them. The whole cast. <laughs> <laughs> I owe Nick everything, really, um, in terms of Big Finish and what I do for it. Um, he actually came to me, uh, sought me out, uh, nine years ago and offered me the job of line producer um, and at the time I wasn't going through a good time actually I was working for a publishing company um, to be totally honest I'd lost a lot of my belief in myself it was really interesting I'd, I'd got into a frame of mind that I didn't think I could do another job um, that I didn't have any skills it was a really horrible place to be and and Nick came to me totally out of the blue um, and asked me if I wanted to work at Big Finish and I had to think long and hard about it and I came along and, and took over as line producer and I have to say for the first year or so again I just didn't think I could do the job and I'm telling you this because it was really Nick who actually gave me the confidence to believe in myself that I could do it and now I know I can do it um, which is really wonderful but um, if you to ask me the biggest thing I owe Nick is that. Is it time for tea or what? Well, <laughs> being executive producer, of course, I uh, have to approve things. So that lovely podcast that David Richardson and Martin Montague put together um, was sent to me for approval. So I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who contributed. Um. 
and I have to confess, and I wouldn't record this because it would just be so mawkish and self-indulgent, that I did shed a tear. I wonder why. I don't know. Some sort of emotional reaction when I first listened to it. So thank you to you all. But thank you most of all to Jason Hay Gallery, who owns Big Finish and is the boss and had the faith in me to give me the job as exec producer. You know, he'd been working with me since 1999 when I first started working for Big Finish as a director and writer and all the rest of it. And, um, you know, it was a, a difficult time, the whole transition thing. And he will always have my undying gratitude for his having faith in me to do the job. And I, I hope I have delivered on some of that faith he had in me. But I always say, He's the best boss in the world. Anyway, thank you. Uh, probably back to normal with the podcasts next week. But forgive me, I'll be on holiday when you hear this, so I'll have no idea what's coming up. <laughs>